<laughs> Hi everyone. So we're starting off with laughs, unlike that last episode, because <laughs> we had a very fun uh, between recordings uh, discussion about uh, my personal fantasies and fantasies is all about is all of what this episode is about. Because I thought it would be interesting, you know, people disparage fantasy booking all the time on twitter and and the internet wrestling community and whatnot and i get that because a lot of things that the fans would book would be you know not Horrible. great but i thought it might be fun for me and naya to sit here and fantasy book some pay-per-views or in my case possibly fantasy booking an entire seven day period of wrestling we'll see how we feel but uh naya you uh we didn't really we didn't really plan to like pick you know each each of us picks a pay-per-view and then we do it i figured we'd both pick like two pay-per-views and we'd both book it or just something like that i'm personally winging this entire episode because i don't write things down i'm not good at that naya however you actually like went through the effort to like write down the card of the <laughs> evolution pay-per-view that you would like to see and i am super curious to hear what your ideal evolution pay-per-view would be so ideal is kind of a little bit hard because i'm super i don't know what word to use but like even in like something that's completely fun and harmless i can't help but to overthink it and and like (laughs) be a little bit too realistic as if this like well yeah happening um, but for the most part, this is, like, my ideal, like, card. Um, some of these you'll hear the realism, and in the other ones you'll <laughs> see where my fantasies come in. But, um, yeah, so should I just go through the list? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I think that a good kickoff match or a good opening match would be, like, a cute little battle royal, kind of like they had, um... What I would, the, I, I've titled it Then Now Forever Battle Royal because I think it would be cute to just have like a little bit of, a little bit of everybody from each era. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the ones who aren't in the other matches, they could kind of get put into this and we can see people from NXT, people from mm-hmm. the current main roster, and then like some legends, of course, mm-hmm. you know, um, like Kelly oh, Kelly, like Michelle McCool. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like WWE should do more with that. Like, they don't really acknowledge that when they're doing events like this that feature people from the different eras of wrestling, of, of WWE. Um, but, like, yeah, just good mix. Uh, like, a good mix. I'd maybe do, like, 15 to 20 women and then divide that by three and have that amount of women from each era if they can manage that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have, in this world where Evolution 2 is happening... I will have had an NXT Women's Breakout Star Tournament, and then mm, I would obviously would have nice. the finals. Yeah, like, they've got a lot of cool women, especially that they're debuting now. Um, there's still more cool women in the Performance Center. There's some cool women in NXT UK that people don't really know about because they don't watch NXT UK, and they <laughs> should. Um, you really but, should. It's just a very yes. good wrestling product. Um, it really is. If you like like technical strong style matches, it's that British strong style, of course. Um, 
But I've got a finals for that. And in this finals, I have Cora Jade versus Millie McKenzie. But I really threw around a couple different people with Mm -hmm. being in that. Like, uh, I put, like, Amari Miller, um, Aaliyah James from NXT UK. There's a lot of cool women. Just throwing this idea out there, I wouldn't mind seeing that uh, Lash Legend and Cora Jade kind of have two very opposing styles and things like that. I thought that would... I, just off the top of my head, I think that would be really interesting to see. Because also, Cora looks kind of like a a smaller young woman in build. You know, yeah. maybe not Casey Catanzaro small, but you know, smaller. And Lash Legends is obviously quite tall and muscular. Yes. Uh, she's a hoss. She is, and she's beautiful. She's <laughs> just, I love Lash Legends so much. Uh, um, but yeah. yeah, like I think... If any of the matches, like, are interchangeable with who could be in it, it's that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main purpose is being a breakout match for two of the younger, yeah. newer talent. Then I've got, I think I've told you about this dream match of mine. Ooh. Shayna Baszler versus Asuka in a fight pit. <laughs> yeah, we have mentioned so that. Bad. I, uh... I think that this would be such a fun match. And I know you feel like the fight pit should only be Tim's thing. List but if they up. ever do... <laughs> If they ever do branch it out to anybody, I think it should be Shayna Baszler and Asuka. I think they would tear the freaking roof off the place with that match. I agree. I just think Tim should fight them. (laughs) I also would love that, too. But this is an all-women's favorite, so he can't be on it. We don't know how he identifies. (laughs) That's true. But I would also love to see Tim Thatcher fight fight Shayna Baszler and Asuka in any setting. I think that would be so fun. What am I on? But for this one, I got Shayna Baszler, Oscar. They're both mm-hmm. like kind yeah. of like technical, uh, you know, people. Oscar coming from that Joshi background and that Shayna strong Baszler style. having yeah, like and Shayna Baszler being MMA. Also, Oscar went toe toe to toe with Minoru Suzuki. Like that bitch can go against anybody. I feel like, um, and so I just want to see it. I want to see how interesting that could get. I think they would have a lot of fun in that environment. I think they would. The next one. I have, if you follow me on Twitter, I think I've talked about wanting this match because I have this vision for a feud between these two women, Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair. I've said since Raw was kind of on the rocks like last year and like last year, even when Bianca was on Raw um, and they were on the brand together and there were people wanted Charlotte out of the title scene. I feel like this was the feud that they could have ran. And it was be a best of three feud between Bianca and Charlotte. No title involved. They're both these uber athletic women. Um, Charlotte was kind of the original incarnation of that in NXT, where she just does these like kind of insane athletic feats. Bianca is kind of like that, but even bigger and better. Um, and I say that with love to Charlotte Flair, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I think it could be a really good, like, anything you can do, I can do better kind of thing, where they have, like, one match, one person wins, next match, next person wins, and then um, they can do best of three or best of five. Either way, it culminates in a 30-minute Give me that match. sweet, sweet Seamus Cesaro best of seven. <laughs> best of seven. I don't give a damn how many times they go. It ends in this 30-minute Iron Woman match. Who gets the most pinfalls after 30 minutes? It could even go into sudden death. Over time, I don't care, but I think that this would be... Though, actually, you might know this off the top of your head. Has Bianca ever been submitted? Uh, not that I can recall. The last I can remember her being in a shitty situation 
but the submission was when she was feuding with Shayna, mm-hmm. and she never submitted. I think Shayna just not like she she just passed out. Yeah, you know. Okay, um, I was curious because it seems like you know having a. I don't think so. Thirty before minute that she was undefeated. Because having a thirty minute Iron Woman match with Charlotte, especially, seems like that's prime for like a, you know, either teasing Bianca's first submission loss mm-hmm. or oh yeah you know at least teasing it if not actually going through with it and that in that too because like um bianca i think kind of the thing about bianca's matches you watch her wrestle especially given the people she's had those matches with like uh sasha even becky whose finishers is submission Shayna. She's really creative about getting out of those submissions. Yeah. Or just, like, powering out of them. Um, her match against Shayna, and then even the four-way, it was her, Shayna, Kyrie, and Io, I think. Yes. Um, I was there for that one, too. They, like, that was a match where she just got really creative with getting out of those submissions, getting out of that predicament, until, like, she couldn't, and even then she didn't tap. So I don't think she has tapped because she was undefeated before that, before facing Shayna. Um... So yeah, I've been begging for that match for a long time. I want that. I want that whole feud. Um, and I thought I was gonna get it when Bianca got drafted to Raw, but then they drafted Charlotte to SmackDown. This is gonna be so. the one episode Vince doesn't listen to. <laughs> He's like, this bitch and I is talking. I don't want to hear what she has to say. <laughs> <laughs> the next one I have is a Michael Satamora open challenge. She's the final boss. She is, in my opinion, one of, if not the greatest women's not just women just one of the greatest wrestlers on the planet in history she is i call her mako to god because she is a freaking <laughs> god um she's, and she's pretty in NXT fan uk right now fan fucking tastic honestly she is phenomenal like wow like if you've never watched her wrestle she's so She's insane. She's just go watch all her matches. Would just the, search her name and watch every match you can find. Would the open challenge only be available to people in NXT UK, or would it be available to anyone? No, because I I have who I would have answer it. Um, I thought really long and hard about this. I almost changed my Shayna and Oscar match because I thought one of them could answer her, but I have Natalia answering it. And I think that that's really interesting. The reason why I have that is because Natalia is almost kind of like the Maiko of WWE in a sense of like how she's worked with a lot of the other girls and trained them. I mean, she's the godfather. You know what I mean? She is. Yeah. Like, like Natty, we get on Natty because she's like been around the block because she's dramatic because she's funny. But Natty is seriously like. She's seriously the truth, and I can't credit her enough for that and how much work she puts in with the other women in WWE. Uh, she ch- worked with Shayna Baszler. She trained Ronda Rousey, if you want to view that as a good thing or not. <laughs> um, you know, even Lana, where Lana just started really, really improving in her wrestling was when she started working with Natalia and TJ. Um, and I think that speaks to her ability. She came up in the Heart Dungeon, and I think that this would be a good time to see two veterans, two legends, if you will. And like, not only that, like... In a technical match. Natalia... I can guarantee of all the girls who could go work strong style with somebody it's Natalia. who could go work that stiff mm-hmm. kind of match. Natalia could do it. No problem. Cause you know, that's yeah. training at the heart dungeon. It's just getting exactly. smacked around. 
So exactly. I I per I love the idea of no. I feel like that's gonna be my favorite match on this hypothetical card is Natalia yeah, and Mako because like... just because I also feel like you know I don't. I don't have particularly strong feelings about Natalia winning titles anytime soon, but I would like to see her have like that one big, just kind of out of the box showcase match, mm-hmm. like where she goes and challenges, you know, a uh, a uh, uh, Mako or an Eo, you know, and right. they just have like just a solid fifteen minutes of beating each other up. I w- exactly. I would love that. The closest thing I've seen to this was when Mako faced Mercedes Martinez in the Mae Young Classic. Yeah. Like, that was just, like, I re- and that match really, really resonated with me. Because it was just, like, just two veterans who know wrestling, who know what they're doing in the ring. Just yeah. getting down to business. And it was just, like, that's, I just think, and maybe just because that's the kind of wrestling that I like. Like, I really love technical wrestling. But I just feel like that would be a really show like i think that would be the match people going into it would not really expect to be the match of the yeah. night or a showstopper but it would blow people out of the water in terms of just how amazing these two women are and like i said i threw around the idea of a lot of people i shayna oscar even sasha who i have in her big dream match and one of my big dream well, matches for sasha the, like i think that match would be really good but i think that's the thing that be something i different. like about natty and Mako is that it's unexpected. Like, you don't expect exactly. Natalia to do that. But, I mean, show me a match where Natalia hasn't shown out, honestly. Like, it, right. She's a sh- really good like, I think she's ridiculously good. Over- exactly. Like, she's legitimately. And one time, not to go off on a tangent, but one time, somebody, <laughs> I saw somebody say that Becky Lynch is the best technical wrestler in, like, female technical wrestler in the world. And that was, I don't think I've ever, (laughs) and like my feelings, my feelings of Becky Lynch aside, because this was when I really didn't mind Becky Lynch, I still got really upset at that too, because I was like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) I think people watch. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious as to what that person's definition of technical wrestler is personally, because mind you, this was at a time when like. Say how you feel about it. Do you feel about her? Deanna Parazzo was in WWE at this point in time. Tay Conti was in WWE at this point in time. Uh, Asuka. Uh, like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Asuka exists. It's hard to beat that. <laughs> she was, I, think this was, I think this was when she was facing Asuka, too. Like, they were feuding at this time. Oh, some, well, then like, someone's just... This- like, like uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, what do you people watch where you think that Becky Lynch is the best technical wrestler? I said, and that was my response. Was like, she's not even the best technical wrestler in WWE. She's definitely not the best technical wrestler in the world. And somebody asked me who I did think was the best technical wrestler, and I said, well, if we're talking in the world, Mako Satamora. If we're talking in WWE, I think I would be inclined to say Natalia, um, if not Oscar. Like, are you kidding me? Seriously, Becky Lynch of all people's? I mean, it's like, truly Natalia does not get the credit she deserves, especially just for how long she's been there and how long she has been doing phenomenal technical wrestling in the women's division. Hi, kitty. So I don't know if the, if the recording picked that up, but kitty cat just meowed. <laughs> Aww. 
<laughs> he has thoughts and opinions. He's, he's rooting for Natalia too. He, he knows that He that's... also doesn't think Becky Lynch is the best technical women's <laughs> wrestler. He has good opinions. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. I, I think that, that would... If they were given the proper time and the proper freedom, like if it was Mako, Natty, and TJ putting together that match, my oh, yeah. god, you'd have... You'd have <laughs> WrestleMania main event quality. That would be, like, the unexpected. And I can see it now, like, visualizing this happens. I already can <laughs> see the joke tweets from fans being like, of course it's Italia, and Italia's always, like, doing something random. But, like, the genuine quality of that, like, you know, you know kind of thing. Like, I yeah. feel like... My my mind. I really, I really did something there. <laughs> um, <laughs> my next match... My next match... It was kind of a little bit of, like, I'll admit this was just more or less for getting these women in a match on the card because I feel like I would really want them on the card in my dream booking. But it's a ladder match between Io Shirai, Liv Morgan, Naomi, Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, and Kaylee Ray. Um, honestly, I'll be honest and say those are just six of my favorite women's wrestlers who I think... And I think all of them are really good in ladder matches. Like, Io will jump off of anything if you let her. Um, she's very much like Jeff Hardy in that way. Um, <laughs> Naomi is also, like, does not get enough credit for how amazing she is in ladder matches. Like, you watch or any anywhere. of the Money in the Banks, in anything, really. But if you watch any of the Money in the Banks she's been in, she's the star of the match every time. Um, every Shotzi time. Blackheart, as well, will jump off of anything if you let her. She has a background in, like, hardcore wrestling. Like, not... To, I don't think she's done like deathmatch, but like she she she'll take it there if you let her. Um, Ember Moon as well, like the Money in the Bank match she was in, she had some really cool spots. And I think I'm almost willing to. I almost want to say Ember Moon is un, un, underrated because I think people don't like her because of like some things that she said and done. Um, and just in general, because she's kind of a little bit. She's not really like a hot. I don't mean I don't mean to say this as in like she's ugly. I think she's a very beautiful woman, but she's like she's not like diva esque. She's not like a hot girl. She's just kind of herself. Well, and I so... was gonna say I think it's also because she has a very particular personality. Yeah, and... that's what I mean. I feel like I'm saying it wrong, but like yeah, no, but I know she's kind of she's yeah, kind of dorky. She kinda, she's dorky. She has her own thing, and but and, but like. The way that it comes off like very charming from like Xavier or some other people, I guess maybe people don't see that charm in her. People find her more corny. Um, but and it just and it takes away from the fact that she's a phenomenal wrestler. Like Ember is she so good. Is. She's her selling is impeccable. Like a lot of diva stands are like, nobody sells like Alicia Fox. Ember does. <laughs> Ember sells like Alicia Fox. She sells like Sasha. She sells like if you hit her with a forearm, she's gonna sell it like you just. I hit just her with got a, a weird like... idea for a match that I would book for Evolution. Uh, Ooh, what is it? So I don't know why. And, and this can happen with a couple of different girls. You know, I love me some Alicia Fox. I love yes. Alicia. I, I think I love she's Alicia. Truly a phenomenal wrestler. I am not playing around when I say that. I think she's very talented in the ring. I would like to see her against someone like Raquel Gonzalez. Now, I know regard oh. like I know you're not the biggest fan of Raquel, but no, I just I think that there's Raquel in the ring. Like a 
a balance of Alicia and her style of wrestling versus Raquel's more very powerful style that I think would clash very nicely together. I think that there would be a lot of interesting spots that you can do, and I think that Mm -hmm. there's a very good opportunity to have Alicia as the truly wily veteran, you know, overcoming the, you know, the young buck of the of the NXT women's division. Speaking of that with Alicia, uh, like speak and speaking of fantasy booking a long time ago, <laughs> when I used to like fantasy book in my own spare time, I had come up with a similar kind of concept for like an Alicia Fox retirement run. Yeah. Um and basically that was kind of it like I feel like they really didn't ever give Foxy the chance to show that side of her in terms of matches in her last few matches because she was a veteran and she was like and I would have liked to have seen the more of that in matches from her against like some of the younger newer girls and I thought that that would be a really interesting way for her to like go on a fun like little retirement Mm -hmm. tour before like officially retiring and maybe get another championship under her belt just basically by like start winning matches by just outsmarting everyone like she's alicia fox like let her be foxy um but yeah like she's great <laughs> Alicia Fox. and <laughs> if you're looking for somebody who sells that good and that dramatically uh start appreciating ember moon a little more yeah but yeah i threw the sick and then kaylee ray kaylee ray's an amazing um, what are she's at can't... yeah she just disappeared off of she beat ember and now both of them aren't on TV for some reason. To be fair, um, like NXT has gone through so many changes that it, yeah, they might just so, be unsure of what to do with her right now. There's and there's some people within that. We kind of talked about this a little bit when we were talking about Tim, but like there's some people I'm like I don't understand why they didn't just call them up. Like I feel like Ember could have gone back to Raw. Kaylee Ray could have gotten called up. Actually, I don't really. I don't know. I don't really see a place for her. But, you know. I actually think Ember is is just fine on NXT 2.0. I feel like she's kind of got this this younger quality to her that is pretty similar to what they're looking for. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm on both sides of that in terms of I feel like she's enjoying herself there. So, like, for realsies, she should stay there because if that's where she's happy, that's where she should be. But, like... Put Kaylee Ray like, on SmackDown, though. Just, like, there's, they need a couple more ladies on that. So, just yeah, throw Yeah, and throw I feel like, like <laughs> there's more stuff for some of them to do. Like, some of them could have gotten called, like, uh, Taya could have gotten called up to Raw. I think Raw could use her personality right now. But, And I mean, you, you know, know, put Tim anywhere. Just put him back on our yes. screens. Please, Tim, Let wherever Tim you are, come back. <laughs> Let Tim. We've talked about Tim three times. I love him. I love it though. Like, let him wrestle Roman. But um, yeah. let him wrestle anybody. Yeah. Just, just want him back. At this point, at this he can point. wrestle a blow up doll. I don't care. <laughs> that would not be for the Evolution card. Just to make that no, clear, that, that would have sounded really insensitive card. if I had said that that's for the Evolution card. <laughs> <laughs> to just randomly come out and wrestle a blow up doll no. Um but yeah. I have those six uh in if you don't remember because we've completely gone off. Yeah, sorry, it was it was EO Liv, Naomi Shotzi, Ember, Kaylee Ray in a in a ladder match. Just because I feel like all five or all, all six of them are fun in ladder matches and I think it would be Is it, it a ladder a match? Bit of a sp- 
for something? Or... Yeah, number one contender. So I would, okay. assume, I would just uh, imagine it as like maybe like a money in the bank kind of thing, but like not necessarily money in the bank. Like maybe like a contract hanging above the ring in a briefcase. Or I or mean, something. like if it if you could time it right, you could do it for like number thirty in the rumble. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, or something like that. Like some kind of an opportunity. Um, and then I've got AJ Lee versus Bailey versus Lita. Um, my thought process. Oh, might you went for has... all. You went for oh gosh, you went for a my very thought... particular type of alternative woman. No, I there's a reason behind this, and I will get it out as soon as my cat stops biting my wrist. Kitty, not the time. Ow. (laughs) I don't know what I did. I think I touched him when he didn't want to be touched. Aw. Um. Aw. (laughs) He does not want me to talk about this match. Um, but yeah, the concept was kind of like, they're all three of them are kind of like... Like, AJ wore a Bailey shirt in her last ever WWE match. AJ was a big fan of Lita. Like, there's pictures circulating of her, like, being emotional. Yeah. <laughs> meeting, Lisa- <laughs> meeting Lita. Um, and I think that they're all kind of connected in that way where they're, like, all kind of, like, fans of each other. Like, Bailey was a big Lita fan growing up. AJ was a Lita fan. AJ's a fan of Bailey. Like when she was coming up in NXT, they're really good friends. Like they're all kind of connected. I feel like they kind of all three represent the last three eras of women's wrestling. Uh, Lita, the Divas era, and AJ, however you feel about her, quote, revolutionizing women's wrestling through mm. her in her way, if you think of it that way. And then Bailey, of course, being a horsewoman. I think that that would be a kind of cute little then now forever moment. Um, so yeah, I don't even know how I really came up with that. Besides, like that was my thought process, and I think it would be a decent match. Bailey, they're all good enough wrestlers, and like Bailey's a ring general, Lita's great, and AJ Lee is good enough. I really like AJ Lee. I feel like this sounds like I'm being shady to her, but I actually am a big AJ Lee fan. <laughs> I'm just trying to tread lightly because I know people are particular about her. Uh, um, I mean, yeah. I don't know if I've ever shared my particular thoughts about AJ Lee, but they are not uh, kind. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't, you know, have a... I like her more than I like her husband. I'll say that. <laughs> I also I'll like leave. her more than I like her husband. I'll and I quite like that. her husband, too. But, um, yeah. And I mean, I think that would actually I... be a pretty good like it wouldn't be match of the night or anything but uh, yeah i do think it would be a fun little you know oh look at these you know three generations of right of women who have done a lot for wrestling uh and who have been very important to women's wrestling like regardless of whether or not you like let's say aj lee it's hard to say that she wasn't important for women's wrestling and you know, I think that would be one of those fun little, you know, look at the legends and, and you know, the new guard, all that, fighting. So, right. I mean, I think people would get a real kick out of that. Especially, like, especially if it was, like, a, you know, if it was, like, a Bailey coming out as a, as a heel and saying, you know, oh, I'm the yeah. I'm the best there's ever been. And then, you know, her hero comes out and then her hero comes out. <laughs> exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? And it, 
And then, like, you know. Like, they can really, like, play it up. And yeah. It, I think it, it could be a really fun match because, like, Bailey doesn't take herself too seriously. Yeah. And I know, like, she's going to bump for them. And yeah. they're going to bump for her and sell for her. And they're going to make her look good. She's going to make everyone look good. Bailey is a ring general. It's going to be it's going to be a good match, but it also will be fun because Bailey is a lot of fun. Um, and I also sacrificed my real like my real number one dream match I have, which is Sasha versus AJ. Lee. I knew it was going to be Sasha and AJ. <laughs> yeah, I sacrificed. I sacrificed my real dream match for this card to put together that and then the main event I have is Sasha Banks versus Trish Stratus Um, because I know that that's Sasha's dream match and I know that that's something she's always said she wanted to see and I think too like that kind of like they had that stare down in the Royal Rumble and I thought that was really magical and it really showed you like two pillars of women's wrestling the WWE proclaimed greatest women's wrestler of all time Trish Stratus and then the kind of fan and like if you ask any wrestler or anybody in the business who they think the greatest is they're gonna tell you it's sasha so like it's kind of like almost like akin to the feud that trish in in charlotte had but i would take it a step further in terms of like like really going down like who are the pillars like for real this time (laughs) like who are the pillars of women's wrestling and it comes down to these two and like basically Trish being able to say like hey I paved the way for you you wanted this match from me and Sasha being able to like say well yeah but I'm also better than you and that's why I want this match from you because I want to prove that I've surpassed you and I think it could be like both a respectful bout but it'll just be a plain good match because Trish still has it and Sasha Sasha could pull a good match out of a broomstick really um, so that would be my main event of this this Evolution Two card. Yeah, I honestly, I think, I think my ideal Evolution card uh, is not too dissimilar. Honestly, like I said, I'm I'm kind of winging this. I do like the idea the idea of an NXT breakout tournament, just because I would like to see one of those at any point with the women. I think I would throw in an NXT. Uh, women's title match somewhere mm-hmm. in there uh just because i like to you know, i mean you know i love my nxt girls so i would just like to see them included uh <laughs> between who i'm not sure i uh yeah, it's that's that's, that's where it becomes difficult and one of the and i will say because i do think we are possibly heading towards mandy rose as nxt champion which i don't mind uh, I honestly wouldn't, like, let's say we do get that, and then we get Evolution 2, and I'm booking that for, you know, the next few months. Um, I honestly wouldn't mind, like, a mandy Kaylee Ray match, honestly. Um, hmm. because I think Kaylee is one of those people who also can pull really good matches out of people, and... Hmm. I think it would be interesting to see Mandy's kind of more classic pro pro wrestling style against what Kaylee Ray does. Um, yeah, and That's I think interesting. Well, I mean, you know, I also I like to give people opportunities to show off and show out. And yeah. I think Mandy would take that opportunity. 
Uh, I oh, think, yeah, for sure. Honestly, thinking about the fight pit, so I'm actually imagining not a fight pit, but a match specific to these two ladies. I'm thinking maybe call it a War Master match or something like that. But I think I would like to see Shayna and Sonya in I thought about Shana some and kind Sonya of too. specialized MMA leaning fight. Uh, way the back underground in match. Way, well, wait. Well, way back in the day, uh, you know. Uh, they did a match between uh, Love of My Life, Ken Shamrock. Y- yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and Steve Blackman. And it was called a Lion's Den match. And it was called a Lion's Den match because, uh, you know, uh, Ken Shamrock famously owned the Lion's Den and trained people there. Um, and so I just think I would like to see something like that for these two ladies and for there to be a little more I want to say lax rules but maybe have it more presented as lax rules than actually be Uh, because I just think that I'd like to see those two in particular showing out on what they can do that's more that's well that's why I said uh, that's the you know the war master is obviously a reference to Josh Barnett uh Mm -hmm. So I do think I mean hell, fine, get Josh Barnett there for one night as a referee. Fuck yeah! Uh, I think everybody would be down for that. Um, Love Josh Barnett. He'd do it for so um for Char- for Shayna. Yeah, of course you love Shayna. That's that's his little <laughs> yeah. that's his little baby. Like you love Shayna. Uh, <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean the and I think honestly instead of doing matches for the tag titles, I would like to see both tag champs face each other. You know, like I would like to see the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions face the NXT Tag Team Champions, regardless mm-hmm. of who they I are. Was... I would put that on the card just because I like the little Survivor Series esque champ versus champ match. Mm-hmm. Uh. And, like, I don't know if I would actually put the Raw or SmackDown titles on the line unless it was something like a Sasha Banks versus Trish Stratus where you kind of know that, you know, the champion will win, but it'll still be a fun, you know, match going. Because, like, if it was something like that, let's say we do that. And let's say... By hook or by crook, uh, Sasha is, let's say, the Raw Women's Champion. And she goes up against Charlotte for the Raw Women's Championship. Or not Charlotte, Trish. Because uh, I think that would be fun. I do agree that that's a match that should that should happen one way or another. Um, and then let's say uh, Naomi is the SmackDown Women's Champion. Naomi, I would put against Melina. Yeah. Because when do I finally get that match? (laughs) Yeah. Naomi, that's another match. Like, Naomi and Melina have both been saying, like, they would not mind and they want to do that match or have them team up, which I was trying to think of a way to work that in there, too, but I couldn't really come up with how I wanted to do it, so I just ended up leaving it off. Um, 
I mean, that, that would be how I would do it, just because then you could have that feeling of, you know, obviously the champion is going to win, but you still get this dream match. Um, right. And I will say, I do like the idea of Mako doing... I guess I am putting title matches all up on this bitch. Uh, I do like the idea of Mako having a match, but I wouldn't make it an open challenge. I would just have her fight uh, Frankie Monet. I just straight up have Frankie just march out there and be like, you know, look at my glamorous ass self. I'm taking that title off of you. Uh, I don't think I would have her win it, honestly. Uh, but I do think it would be like a long match, like not like an hour or anything. But I'm giving, but bo- I'm giving those two solid 23 minutes out of the court because <laughs> I just. I well and truly believe that they could hold it down for that long. And because I think Frankie Monet has such a special style that her against, you know, Mako just being the absolute badass that she is. Mm -hmm. I think that that makes for an excellent clash of styles where you kind of get more of this like Lucha style versus whatever the fuck Mako is so just like special to herself that like it's, it's hard, hard to ass say. strong style <laughs> best friends best but, friends uh, with Minoru Suzuki style yeah um but I also I do like the idea of of, of a battle royal just in in some way shape or form and you know maybe have a few people as like surprise entrance or yeah you know maybe even get a few you know popular non-wwe girls there as like an invitational or something just because i think that yeah. evolution is supposed to be you know an evolution of, <laughs> of the wrestling industry and i think it's supposed to create and present opportunities for women and i don't think that there's any reason that they couldn't you know find some popular independent wrestlers or even wrestlers from places like impact who could come on and be like hey i you know want to come and be in this battle royal and it's not really for anything other than maybe like a trophy or glory or whatever but Mm -hmm. i think that would be fun i think that would be a very good way to spend part of a pay-per-view and i still don't have many thoughts other than than that for the card because you know my is you know is if Taya and Molina are there, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> uh, I do. Th- I I would say I would want Bianca on the card somewhere, but I'm not sure where. There's some good Bianca dream matches. I thought about like Beth Phoenix. I know that's one. Beth has said she wouldn't mind wrestling Bianca. Or if you want to go for like the route of like who does she have history with? Um, you know, I'm gonna throw like, a, I'm gonna throw a weird one out there. I'm gonna throw two out there, and I don't know how you're gonna feel about these options. I wouldn't yeah. mind Bianca and AJ Lee. I think I that, that there's such a good opportunity for Bianca to just throw her around, but for yeah. AJ to also counter by being so small that it's hard for Bianca to do anything Catch effectively. Her. And my other one, <laughs> and this is a weird one, and it would have to be booked with Bianca to win. I want to make that clear. She would not lose this if I were booking this. Bianca versus Ronda Rousey. I actually think that would be like yeah, I agree. Like I would do have you see- to go into it knowing <laughs> she'd win. 
Like, yeah, like, absolutely I would book her to win. But I think Bianca would present a very real challenge to Ronda purely on strength and ability. Mm -hmm. And I think that it would be an interesting story to tell of Ronda just being athletically outmatched. Because Ronda is obviously, like... Known for being a, an amazing athlete, which I'll, I'll give it to her. She is. She is a world-class athlete. She's an Olympian silver medalist. I'm not going to take that away from her. Uh, so I just think that the story being told of her just being outclassed in that sense in every way would be really interesting to see. And I, I also think that, that Bianca think... could drag a good match out of her. <laughs> I think... Yeah, Bianca, because Bianca is very much like Sasha in the sense that Bianca just does not have bad matches. If Bianca is involved, she's going to make it as best as she can. Um, and I think that you, when you have a solid story to tell with Ronda, Ronda's matches can be... Because, like, you know, without this turning into, like, let's discuss Ronda Rousey, um, <laughs> I'm of the belief that I, when Ronda's matches had a story component to it, it wasn't just... Ronda's here to beat everyone's ass and leave. I quite enjoyed some of Ronda's run. Like, I really enjoyed her match with Charlotte. I enjoyed her match with Sasha. I enjoyed her Raw match with Ruby Riot. Um, so I think in that in that context, they have a story to roll with, and Bianca's just, a good worker. Just to um, clarify to our listeners, I did not enjoy anything from Ronda's run. <laughs> I absolutely hated every single one of her matches. I genuinely did not enjoy myself during any of them. Uh, and I, it would take a lot for me to start to enjoy her, but, uh, I think that there are ways to make that happen. It just depends on I also want to clarify that I also don't like Ronda Rousey. I'm just being <laughs> nice. Like, I, I will extend, I, I give credit where credit is due. And for me, I did enjoy those particular matches, but I also will say that I really did not watch most of Ronda's matches in WWE <laughs> because... I don't really fuck with her like that. But um, also, weirdly, I think the only one I came close to enjoying was actually her match with Nia Jax. Uh, oh, her match with Nia Jax was not too bad. It just cause, it's kind of almost similar to like what you're saying about Bianca. Yeah, not really athletically speaking, but more strength speaking. That, but it was just it was, was kind of say, fun to see her, you know, have to climb somebody like a tree. Yeah, <laughs> I, and like with the Bianca thing, it's kind of like <laughs> cats cracking me up. Like, He's the star of the show. He's having a he's having a match with my arm right now. I'm wearing a bathrobe, <laughs> but like, I think it's kind of like that almost really original MMA mentality of like, like technicality versus just like mm-hmm. strength or whatever. So like, Bianca, like you can be as technical as you want to be in in your MMA, but Bianca's just stronger than her. I so mean, I think it's, that would be an interesting match. I mean, yeah, it's it's uh, it's Brock Lesnar versus Randy Couture. It's yeah, you can be as good as you are at MMA, but if you have a semi truck coming at you, uh, what are you gonna do? Or who was it? No, it, it was. Uh, I mean, it applies for Randy too. But you could also say like Brock Lesnar versus like Heath Herring, which was just a nightmare for that kid. But yeah, yeah, I'd say that would that would just about round out my my dream evolution card uh just because i do think it would be fun a lot of those matches are more for fun than for anything 
like obviously yeah. the two dream matches with you know the champions and all that uh or honestly i honestly wouldn't even mind an nxt women's title match even taking that route and having maybe you know mandy and i mean shit let's say mandy and lita just throw that out there yeah. have kind of like the modern era version of what trish represented you know yeah. go up against lita or i mean lots of i mean you could fill in lots of people for that and i think it would all be good i mean beth phoenix let's put beth phoenix in a ring with mandy rose and see yeah. what happens because mandy rose mandy rose an underrated aspect of mandy rose in the ring is she is genuinely really strong like she's a strong yes. bitch um so i say bitch endearingly by the way <laughs> <laughs> that's how i talk um i feel the need to clarify that a lot more these days but um <laughs> She's a very strong woman, should I say. And uh, I think seeing her against somebody like Beth Phoenix could be a lot of fun. Or even her against, like, like, like somebody like Bianca Belair, who's known for also being super strong and seeing them outpower each other and go toe-to-toe in that aspect. Um, oh, and if really I had to throw... If I had to throw one more card on the match, it would probably be Nikki Cross versus Asuka in a, like, Falls Count Anywhere. That would be <laughs> Just... cute. Just because I still remember their first ever, uh, uh, what was it? Last Man Standing match, which mm-hmm. I don't care what WWE says. It was the first Last Man Standing match between women in WWE. They can suck it. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and it just was so good. And I just know those two could go absolutely crazy on each other again. And I would love to see that. Uh, but yeah, that that about rounds out what I would do for Evolution. I would make Evolution longer than the first one. Yeah, just because I feel I think like it was kind of a little. Time. The oh, original one kind of me. like we. I don't know. There's a lot of weird stuff about that. There but... was. There was. It was an odd yeah. night. <laughs> I would hope they go a little. If they do Evolution again, I would hope they go a little bit more prepared into it because it did. It did feel at times a little thrown together. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but yeah, that's our that's our dream evolution pay per views, and so I might as well get into it. So at the start of this, I mentioned my uh, seven day straight <laughs> fantasy. So I have this dream, this beautiful dream of paradise, dear listeners, where and I know this cannot happen. This is why we're talking about fantasies, where WWE, Impact, and AEW all work together for a period of seven days where they all like there's crossovers wrestlers from each brand each promotion get to appear on each show and it's just a week full of just straight up dream matches you know what i mean dream matches Mm -hmm. reuniting between people who haven't you know been together in a long time uh you know, obviously, I would love to see, you know, MSK hook back up with Trey Miguel. Not even for, you know, not even for a match or anything necessarily. Just, like, have a moment where maybe Trey comes out to help them or something. And we get that little, you know, that little Rascals reunion. Because I just, you know, I know those three love each other a lot. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure... uh Nash Carter calls uh, Trey Miguel like his wife. (laughs) 
like they love each other and it's all very sweet and so it's it would create a lot of good opportunities for moments like that in addition to dream matches like there are so many people in AEW and in Impact even more so who I think you could have some crazy ass dream matches with in pe- with people in WWE and again I know this is something that could like never happen uh <laughs> but it just it sounds like so much fun genuinely like who doesn't want to see Josh Alexander fight Tim Thatcher like who doesn't want that <laughs> it would be so unbelievably and like I don't my I assume you don't know anybody from Impact so I assume you don't know who the fuck I'm talking about but um yeah it it it's just like there's so many opportunities for so much fun especially like in the women's division just having like any of the girls from AEW actually well first off actually like get a chance to wrestle like at all but uh but just to have them have that opportunity to expand especially because the women didn't really get to do a whole lot in the AEW impact partnership um (laughs) that was uh, a big conversation this morning i saw a little bit of it which it was disappointing because you know they could have given their women a pretty big opera because if the whole thing is that their women's division is not yet matured why not let them work with what has to be the most consistently thriving women's division in north america so i'm just like you know i wouldn't mind seeing you know i mean have jade cargill come over and and fight frankie monet or Rhea ripley you know p- put the muscle girls against each other yes, <laughs> like how like i mean how you put jade in a ring put jade in a ring with sasha so one sasha can she can throw sasha around and two i guarantee <laughs> you jade will improve as a wrestler 10 times over with that yeah. match and you know there's just so many opportunities that you could have like you know, regardless of what you think about Britt Baker's wrestling ability, she is the AEW Women's Champion. And, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing her go against, mm-hmm. you know, quite a few of the girls. Like, have her go against Jordan Grace. Or have her go against... Because, like, obviously it wouldn't just oh, be yeah, people from, like, AEW facing people from WWE and whatnot. But, you know, have her fight, like, Jordan Grace. Have her go up against, like, a true, honest-to-goodness powerhouse. Have some of the, the, the Joshi girls that work for AEW, have them come over. Be like, hook them up with Mako, hook them up with Asuka, hook them up with Shayna. <laughs> you know, like, there are so many different opportunities. And then obviously, you know, there are like the big name matches, you know, like the, the, the Roman Reigns, Kenny Omega. Uh, actually, it occurs to me, I wouldn't mind seeing like Rich Swan versus adam cole just at all like give me that i want to see that whoever like people booking AEW and impact who are listening to this who also have us bugged give me that (laughs) um but i mean jungle boy versus big e i think would be so much fun 
<laughs> and like you don't have to make any of these matches like mean anything or what the fuck ever like you can just have them be just like genuinely fun straight up matches for the sake of matches and i know so many people would get so mad at that because they're like it has to mean something and, like no, everything it has to be serious constantly like, like matches don't have to have big stipulations on them or anything just let them have some fun and like especially because like i cannot stress enough that like the intent behind this fantasy is that all of this, like, all of the, like, non-stadium proceeds are going to charities. So, like, it's all for a cause. And I just think that there's so many opportunities. And even then, if you expand it to, like, include intergender wrestling, have have Jordan Grace come out and fight Big E. Have that, because, I mean, she's fought big men before. She's a big man herself. Like, she's a hoss. You can talk about a hoss. Have her come out and fight Biggie. Have her come out and fight Bobby Lashley or something. And it would be, I can guarantee you, a pretty amazing fucking match. And, yeah, like, there are just so many different opportunities. And, like, the way it's planned out in my head is, like, have Monday Night Raw, NXT, the the Wednesday night, is it Dynamite? I'm going to assume it's Dynamite. Yeah, the Wednesday night is Dynamite. And then Thursday night Impact, Friday night SmackDown, and Rampage haven't run from the same arena. Who cares? Saturday have like a... I guess like an AEW or Impact... I guess it would be an Impact pay-per-view. And then Sunday have like a combined... Like everybody finishes off. That's where like the... Like I said, like the big... Big matches be. You know, like the... Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> like the Kenny Roman match that would obviously have to top the whole thing off just because, you know, obviously that has so much history behind it. Um, But even, like, you could do, like, just even, like, keeping it simple, like doing, like, a Survivor Series thing would even be fun. Oh, yeah. Where it's just, like, all the, like, champions from each thing face each other. Um, Well... Not the, as of this recording, uh, Impact World Champion. We're not talking about that. Um, that was just bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, e- yeah, even just keeping it simple to, like, a Survivor Series situation. But there are so many tag teams in AEW and Impact that I feel could really bring some fire to WWE's tag teams. And... You know, obviously there is the temptation of having, you know, maybe a little teensy little bit of a shield reunion. <laughs> Don't even say that around. <laughs> not a big, like not a big one, just like a moment like backstage or something, or like maybe at the very end of it, like you know, maybe Roman stands will... tall over, or like let's say like okay, let's say the match with Roman and Kenny ends. Kenny's got the Bucks by his side. And then, you know, obviously Seth comes out just because, you know, just to tease it. And then there's like this moment of, are they gonna? And then obviously, you know, they do. And John comes out and they have their little, you know, stare down the Bucks and Kenny leave I the will, ring. And then they have their little fist I will, bump. <laughs> I will allow what I will allow. <laughs> <laughs> what I will allow, they may po- they may power bomb someone together, and that is it. No, they would if be they, doing they a fist have, bump. 
and they a hug. They have their stare down, their fist bump. They could. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> Brain to mouth filter. Um, but yeah, not too much because um, I emotionally I mean, can't handle that. It wouldn't be like they have a match against somebody. Although, although, I'm just saying. Shield versus Elite. There's an idea. No, 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 no. <laughs> no but really, no. Listen, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. We can if, have Kenny versus Roman. We can have Kenny versus Seth. Or if I were, if I were booking, if I were booking this, it would just straight up be Kenny versus Roman singles. There are arguments to be made for either of them winning. I think the only way it can work without the internet imploding on itself is for it to be a no contest. See, I actually, (laughs) I think it would depend on the conduct after the match. Like, the internet would implode. Like, it doesn't matter how it would end. The internet would implode one way or another because people would be arguing one way or another. (laughs) Even if it was a no contest. It has to be. I like. I think the most peaceful of like, yeah, the internet would still implode, but the most peaceful would be if nobody wins because I don't know if you remember like Kenny Finn because we were talking about this earlier when you said like WWE tried to sign him. I remember that, and people thought that he'd signed with WWE, and his fans were having full blown like I'm not using I'm not exaggerating in the slightest. When I say the meltdowns that people were having about this, like people were like, they felt genuinely personally betrayed by this man because they thought that he was going to be, he was bad. Let me just say, not because I have, I apparently have to talk about this man. Like, that's very unhealthy. Like, if you feel like him, because like, if you listen to like, like I said, I actually, I just watched an interview last night where he talked about how he was thinking about signing with it and like he was thinking he expressly admitted to admitting about to that he was thinking about signing with them and he has a very level head about this he does not get weird about it like his fans do like he said that he would have been fine like if he had felt like wwe would have given him the control that he wanted he would have been fine signing with them because he like it is his job his job is to go wrestle for companies that put on wrestling shows like it is not (laughs) like it's it's not that big a deal and like if he ever does and i don't even think at this point he would deny that like if wwe could guarantee him that they would give him creative control that he you know i don't think he would say that there's no way i would ever do that so, like, if he ever does end up in WWE, which I do doubt, I think he's happy where he is, and I think that's good. I think that he's getting a lot of mm-hmm. what he needs. You know, if, but if he ever, you know, by some, for whatever reason does, it's not a big deal. <laughs> like, with that being, and with that being said, I said that to say that there are a lot of Kenny and Elite fans who are just unhinged, and that everything is very, is very hyperbolic and catastrophic to them. And so, like, if Roman beats Kenny, then they're going to think it's the end of the world. Like, wrestling is dead. Life is dead. Everything is dead. See, and, and that's Kenny actually... Beats Roman, 
they're going to be unbearable to to hear and listen to and share community with. So like, I feel like the only way that anybody will know a semblance of peace is if it's just like a no contest or it ends in a DQ or something and just nobody wins, really. Well, it sounds to me like you're arguing for the Shield versus the Elite more than anything. <laughs> um, and But... So, like, do you want to hear how I would book this fantasy main event for the entire week? Because it obviously is the biggest part of it. And this is coming from someone who... (laughs) This is coming from someone who... It's either this or a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion. So, make up... So, make peace with it. (laughs) Um, So, like, I think at the end of the day, I am more likely to lean towards... And this is coming from someone who likes Roman more and who likes Roman's wrestling more. I would lean towards having Kenny win, but it would be very hard fought. I do not think there is any reason like I almost say this because I know that Roman can come back from something like that. (laughs) Like do you know what I mean? Like booking wise like I feel as though Roman could come back from a loss like that and still be like you know I feel like unbothered. both of them could, though. I, think, I mean, that's why it's so I hard think... to... That's why it's so hard to book. The reason that I lean towards Kenny winning is, again, because I feel like there's almost a level of, like, necessary protection with Kenny. And that's not a bad thing. But I just feel like... And again, this is how I view wrestling. This is not how the cra- the crazy people on Twitter view wrestling. <laughs> this is how I view wrestling. <laughs> because you and me have talked about it before. If it is a good, genuinely amazing match, it doesn't really matter who wins. And so I'm coming right. from the view of if they put on one of the best matches in history, which... I do think they would be able to do, and this is coming from someone who doesn't really like a lot of Kenny's wrestling. I do think that the way that he thinks about wrestling and the way that Roman thinks about wrestling would come together in a very beautiful way. Because I also think that both of them are very giving and both of them are very generous when it comes to what they do in the ring. And I think you would be able to get something that is absolutely unbelievable out of both of them. And I just think that if they are able to do that, then it really doesn't matter which way it goes. I just personally, like, and, like, understand, like, this would involve, like, Roman, like, kicking out of a one-winged angel. Like, this is not, like, a play-around Roman gets beat in one move thing. This is Roman showing that, like, it involves, like, Roman showing Kenny that, like, he is not infallible. You know? <laughs> like, it it would be at least 30 minutes of sh- just wrestling. And, it, like I said, it would involve, like, a kick out of a one-winged angel, which has only ever been done once as of this recording. And, I mean, hopefully twice, not 
too soon after this, Hangman. Yeah, come on, get with it. <laughs> like, come on, cowboy. If they're uh, listen, if they're not gonna have Hangman kick out of the One Winged Angel, then they have to what save it for something happen? like Roman. Like they have to save it for a world champion versus world champion kind of match. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know. Like I said, this, you know, this obviously is just the main event of the whole, you know, yeah. week. But there's so much Seems- else that you could do. I mean, Seth feels- alone. Make Seth fight everybody. <laughs> Seth, Seth and Jay White. I know you didn't mention NJBW, but, like, that was, like, one of my big dream matches. Seth and Jay White. I really would like to see that. I mean, NJPW um, works with, you know, a... I think they both AEW and Impact. I know they work with Impact one way or another, so yeah, that could work. <laughs> my so my kind of version of that, my dream, my dream version of that is instead of like Impact and AEW, which I think would still be fun, but like for me, it would be New Japan and Stardom, because I feel like there's a bigger barrier between Japan and America in terms of, or at least Japan and WWE in terms of sharing talent where Mm -hmm. we really do not see a lot of like Joshi wrestlers or Japanese wrestlers facing WWE wrestlers unless they leave WWE and go to New Japan Mm -hmm. or they leave stardom or New Japan and come to WWE. Um, And there's just some matches and interactions that I would kill to see. I need heavy on the need to see our truth and um, Yano interact. Like I just, I think that would be <laughs> the greatest thing to ever have in wrestling, and I want it so bad. Please. Um, and then, like main event level, you could go a women's route and have like Sasha Banks versus Julia, or like the Four Horsewomen versus DDM. Um, there's so many matches. I really want to see Naomi um, interacting with Cosmic Angels. She could face Mina, uh, Bailey versus Death, Gorillas of Destiny versus uh, the Bloodline. That's like that's been a match that's been a long time coming. Like you, like in terms of, like Roman and Kenny. I think another match people have always thrown around the idea of is Roman versus Tomatonga. Um, but I think the whole like G.O.D. versus the Bloodline would even be a pretty big event or a big match that could occur. Um, I think there's just so much that could come out of that. And I think, like I said, I feel like there's a bigger barrier between those two companies than like the other American companies. I feel like those are a little bit more within the realm of possibility. Um, I mean, in all fairness, I didn't really mention those because I don't know enough about either of those yeah. promotions to really... That's kind of why, kind of why I went in that direction because I yeah. know, like, like watch them a little bit more, so I I know a little bit more of what could come of that, like you know, yeah, Kota Ibushi versus like anybody, Kota Ibushi versus Seth Rollins, both of them trying to see who could die first in the match or something because they're insane. <laughs> um, there's just like even if you just kept it to like. Even if they just kept it, like, we were talking, like, an evolution kind of thing. If they kept it to just the women's division and stardom, you could get, like, you could get some phenomenal, insane matches out of that, too. Because there's just <laughs> so much, ta- like, Utami, Tam, Mina, Unagi, everybody in DDM, but especially Julia and Siri. 
um, Himka, Poey. Oh my God, there's so many amazing women over there. Um, kind of a dream match that can't happen uh, is that I've always had with Sasha versus Hana Kimura. Um, I wish that match would have gotten to happen at some point. But um, yeah. I don't really have, like, many details because I feel like I just want to see everybody versus everybody in that context. <laughs> but that's just something I always wanted to happen because I feel like there's just so many cool matches that could come out of that. Um, and, yeah, I can't really think of anything else, like, dream match-wise. I mean, um, I will say, like, of course I have a lot of, like, intergender dream matches oh yeah same we've talked a lot about that like we want to see tim thatcher wrestle naomi i want to see tim thatcher <laughs> which is wrestle. the most r- <laughs> that's so random but it, i feel like but it, it would be, be so good, good. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like they're just ridiculous like they both would just clash in the most perfect way like and i don't know like obviously like a big one for me has always been Roman and well, Roman and many people. Um, Roman and Bianca. Roman I want and, that match so bad. I don't. I don't necessarily lean towards Roman and Bianca. I want Roman and Sasha. I want Roman and Charlotte. I want Roman and Oscar. Yeah. I want my Empress versus oh. the Empire fucking match. Finally. Oh, that's fun. Or I just fucking something. Like Ever since Oscar, listen. Once upon a time, Oscar retweeted my art. Of her and Roman being best buds. So I de- I either need a team up or a feud or something. I deserve it. And why don't they let Asuka fight men? Have you ever seen her? <laughs> she very clearly she can kick anyone's she ass. Got her, she got her ass kicked by Minoru Suzuki. Like, come on. I think if people say, oh, intergender wrestling isn't realistic. It is when Asuka's involved. Like, did she beat Minoru Suzuki? No. But still, she held her own. Like Also, like, what part of wrestling is supposed to be realistic? <laughs> none of it. Literally none of it. You're a bunch of people running around in your panties, like, fighting each other. What part of that seems real? Um, right, like, <laughs> none I of mean, it. Like, it's not supposed to be super realistic. And, like, you know, I won't even get into, like, the other reasons that people dislike intergender wrestling because it's all bullshit. It's all misogynistic yeah. bullshit to that point. But, I mean... Uh, let's finally get you know seth and bailey into into a fight i want i want <laughs> seth and sasha really bad i, think we I feel all like want seth, seth and sasha. sasha that would be an amazing match seth like you mentioned sasha and roman i think would be a great match well sasha um, wants that to, i don't know how serious she's being yes. when she says it but she's at least mentioned it <laughs> again i don't know how seriously well, but she's at least been like i want the universal title i'm coming so, for that universal title <laughs> So, as a Sasha fan, I'll say this, because I think I've learned to speak Sasha Banks over the past years, because she's very, and and this is kind of how Sasha is, is she will kind of, like, trollingly say something, but that's her way, often, of manifesting things. Like, like, think about, like, when they were trying to get the main event. Like, Sasha's way of getting what she wants is just to say that it's happening, or to say that she wants it to happen, and, like, she's really, really good at manifesting things that way. And so part of me feels like, in a way, she's kind of being, like, a troll. Like, the other day when she said she wanted to main event WrestleMania against Nicki Minaj. Like, (laughs) part of that is just Sasha being a clown because she's a clown. But, like, also I think part of her, like, legit wants to wrestle Roman a little bit and, like, thinks maybe if she says it enough, she can maybe convince Vince to let her do it or something. 
I don't know. I think if any woman can break that barrier in WWE, I was always expecting it to be Charlotte, but I think that if anybody can do it, it can be Sasha. Um, I think I think Roman is kind of an insane person to start that off with, but like I don't mind it in the slightest. I mean, I just I also just think like obviously I don't know Roman's opinions on it, but I just think that Roman would be really good at fighting women. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> there's a really some, funny thing to say. There are some male wrestlers who I genuinely don't think would be able to work well with the women and there are some women I don't think would be able to work well with the men in the ring but like for the most part I just think Roman is really good at that and actually I think Brock Lesnar would be really good at it too I think especially if you threw him in there with someone like an Asuka or even a Shayna because that would be so fun one of the reasons that I think Brock in particular would do so good is because Brock understands that it doesn't matter if it's realistic Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I mean like he understands that it is about putting on an entertaining show and being athletic and things like that and I think he understands that the women can do that I also forgot to mention my dream evolution would also probably involve Sable being involved to some degree because I fucking miss Sable just like I don't care what she does I miss Sable I want her to do something (laughs) I'm about to start character studying Sable for my wrestling gimmick and I can't wait for that because (laughs) I didn't live through Sable but I've always heard about her she's a queen um yeah like i think that's another thing like this the intergender matches i can think of so many that i I think would be so fun and then too like looking at the roster WWE has right now like they've got a lot of women who have done intergender wrestling yeah like they've got mia yim she's wrestled matt riddle when does when do we get candace versus john for versus tomaso in a johnny on the pole match like dude and everybody wanted um was it nikki and tomaso or was it yes that's one of the biggest missed opportunities that was one of the only times a full sale crowd got it right because they were all like triple threat triple threat people wanted that genuinely they (laughs) wanted nikki cross versus tomaso champa versus velveteen dream for the nxt title like Like, there's so many women who have had that um the match i'll say this i guess i'll go ahead and say it i hope i don't get in trouble for this but um the match that i was going to recommend before that i caught myself was mia yim versus matt riddle um i don't know i really enjoyed that match they did a match against each other because um, i want to say it's beyond that had like an intergender like tournament so it was like joey janela versus jordan grace um actually i lied it wasn't matt riddle it was it was Matt Riddle versus Deanna Parazzo, I think. But well, he has wrestled Mia Yim, and that match is yeah. also really good. Um, I remember I have seen Mia Yim versus Keith Lee, and it was pretty good too. Mia Yim also wrestled uh, another favorite match of mine: Mia Yim versus Eddie Kingston, which was <laughs> a very the match. Okay, that match the commentator really sucked, but like her and her and Eddie were dating at the time. So, like, the dynamic of the match is really interesting. But. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I mean, like, when it comes to fantasy booking, especially in WWE and AEW, from what we can tell for the near future, is, uh, you know, intergender wrestling is kind of, like, the thing to fantasy book. Because the only place you're really going to get it in North America on TV is Impact Wrestling, which, you know, I know we're all, you know, talking about Impact Wrestling after last night. And how it's not doing great. But 
honestly, these are small missteps in a string of, like, actually not too bad steps. So, <laughs> uh, I actually don't think they're doing too terrible. And in particular, the fact that they have intergender wrestling openly and seriously really is a credit to them. Because who else is doing that? <laughs> and yeah. it's frustrating that we haven't progressed to that point in WWE in a serious way. Um, I think part of it has to do with like WWE having like shareholders and all these like big important people and networks that they kind of have to answer to, which I understand. I mean, and, at the like, end of the day, decisions like that, you got to change their minds about those things too. I mean, at the end of the day, doesn't impact also have things like that to answer to and they just do it. <laughs> like it's on the same they... level though. It's not on the same impact level, like, but yeah, like, like I think WWE has a lot of people. Like they've got like they've got USA, they've got Fox, they've got sponsorships with companies like Snickers and FanDuel and all that shit. Man, and Fox then, let like, the Simpsons rag on them for thirty fucking years. They got to be cool with anything by this point. <laughs> you would, I mean, you know, Fox is probably made more so not as much the issue, but like you, you get what I mean. Like they have a lot yeah. of big names that they have to yeah. answer to, and it's frustrating so, that you know yeah. it may never happen i do i will say in my list of hopes for aew's future i hope they are able to convince you know whatever people they have to answer to they're able to convince Mm -hmm. them that intergender wrestling is something that people want to i mean i gotta admit i don't know if it's something that aew's fan base wants to see uh um i think we would need to get them to want to watch women wrestle in the first place (laughs) And there's my AEW shade for the episode. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, that's another case where I think there are, like, genuinely so many people that would benefit from intergender wrestling being a more popularized, normalized thing. And also because why can't women fight for the... Like, that's also the thing. Like, I will say, like, I know WWE did what it did to be more profitable, but that was one of the things, nice things about back in the day is that you had people like China and Jacqueline and Lita mm-hmm. on occasion who f- wrestled men, and it wasn't, like, a joke. Like, it was... It wasn't. Like, they were serious competitors. Like, and they I got to see that return. I mean, even Sable had a semi-serious match with uh, her ex-husband... She might have had more than one. Like, they actually did that, and it wasn't really a joke. It was like, these women are actually in this fight. And a lot of the times, the commentary would be like, they are wrestlers, they are wrestling. You know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter what their gender is. They are wrestlers doing what they do. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, that's another one of those... You know, we call it fantasy booking for a reason. <laughs> yeah. And but again, I also do want to say, like, again, this is Sasha we're talking about here. She's like the queen of like making shit happen. She's gotten tag titles. She's gotten to main event WrestleMania and all that is because of her like kind of like putting in the work to like make those things happen. And I think that if that's something she genuinely wants to do, like you said, if she's not just trolling, I think if that's something she genuinely wants to do and they can get like whomever roman to play ball as well like i think that that's something that is within the realm of possibility just because sasha is kind of like ethereal in that way (laughs) i i also think that you know she does have i think she is very good at being insistent and Mm -hmm. 
not only that, but being able to point out why something would be a good idea. Right. I think she's very positively argumentative, if that makes sense. Like, she's very good at convincing people that she is right. And oftentimes when it comes to wrestling, she is right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, So, yeah, I also agree that if anybody was able to convince them, even maybe not to do it with her, but to do it with somebody. In general, yeah. But I mean, you know, they did. They did. I don't know how, but like. Go ahead, sorry. Well, they did let her fight uh, Reggie, you know, at least the once, so there was at least that, but, you know, I would like to see something more seriously. (laughs) Yeah. I was gonna say, I don't know how or why, but I do remember, like, I I think it started out as a joke, and I want to say that I started this joke, but I might not have, but about Charlotte facing Randy. (laughs) No, I actually want that match. I yeah I like I think they started it out as a joke but then I like kind of convinced myself along the way that when Charlotte came back from her uh like her hiatus that she'd like go after Randy Orton and they'd have a feud but like I honestly like I said like it's not just Sasha even though I would love for it to start with Sasha and Roman because I think there's an interesting dynamic between the two of them as the two top stars of the company um like they're the most mainstream people in the company right now um i think that's an interesting juxtaposition um where they can kind of like be like i've also read several fanfics they weren't necessarily about sasha and roman but i've read several fanfics where that was the premise um (laughs) (laughs) like you know um i think that that's something interesting they could definitely do and i hope that they do something like that like, I think that's a big, a good next big step WWE could take um, that they haven't taken in a long time. Yeah, I I mean, I agree. I do think that that's, you know, just about their last frontier, honestly, <laughs> is mm-hmm. just having regular, legitimate intergender wrestling. You know, I mean, what, what else can they really do at this point? And let's just hope that, you know, they actually take that plunge because I think it really would just be a benefit to everybody yeah and I think that's probably about it I think that's all we got yeah (laughs) for fantasy booking uh (laughs) you know feel free to tell us in the tweets about this you know what are your fantasy booking scenarios situations I will say as a last final note I actually always wanted to see and this isn't for a match or anything. Maybe like a team up or something. I always kind of wanted to see after Dean left. I always kind of wanted to see Roman uh, interact with in some way Nikki Cross back when she was crazy. And just kind of look at her fondly and for someone to ask him, you know, why he didn't mind something that she did. And he's like, I don't know. She reminds me of somebody. You know, I will say that's my last little cry right now. That's my serious? last little fantasy booking thing. So I always kind of wanted that. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> N- Nikki and Dean had a lot in common, and I think Roman would have. No, because I just, I just imagined it in my head, like it just completely played out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm very good at uh, making people cry. So. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> So, on that note of me making my co-host cry, 
match and song recommendations, and I'm going to have a very open-ended match recommendation. I'm going to say, go find any independent match involving Jordan, any intergender match involving Jordan Grace or Mia Yim or fucking anybody. And just go yeah, watch some intergender wrestling. Like, just yeah, go watch some intergender wrestling. Song recommendation, though. That's, that's, scooch harder. Mm. Uh... Gosh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I'll go with uh, Clooney. What girls like about boys? That's my song recommendation. Um, my match recommendation. I was going to say something similar. Um, I guess since I mentioned it earlier, I was thinking. Um, I hate to. I really, really hate to recommend a Matt Riddle match because. <laughs> Matt Riddle, not a good human being, albeit he talented. Um, but, like, he's got some good intergender wrestling matches against, like I mentioned, Mia Yim, Deanna Parazzo. If you're into technical wrestling, that's a really fun watch. Um, Jordan Grace, like, just kind of, like, similar to, just find something inter- intergender, but if you want some suggestions, Jordan Grace versus Joey Janela, they have, like, a really good, like, 30-minute match against each other. Medium versus Eddie Kingston, Medium versus Keith Lee, Keith Lee versus Kimberly. Um, go find something intergender and watch it. Watch the hell out of it. And as far as the song goes, um, God, <laughs> I that's hard. I feel like I'm like I'm like ran out of the songs I've been listening to lately. Um, I just looked through my recently played. I got one. Okay. Um, Beetlejuice by Mariah the Scientist. She's an R&B singer, and that's a really good song. I don't think I said that one yet. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. Thank you for joining us in our fantasy booking session. Uh, stay safe. Wear your masks. Get vaccinated. Get your flu shot. And fantasy book your little hearts away.